Uh, now I'm really excited to bring our first guest of the week, uh, Andrew Dembina, with our, um, he's, we're going to chew the cud talking about some global food news. Uh, Andrew, are you there? I am, Cruz. Hi. Hi. Good afternoon. Happy lunchtime. Thanks very much. I've not had mine yet, have you? I have. I have had my lunch. I'm one of those people that has their lunch way too early. I think it's because I get up so oh. early in the morning. I have my lunch at about 11 a.m., which is unnatural. Really? But yeah. So I'm getting ready for dinner wow. right about now. Yep. Okay, that is very early. Okay. <laughs> I'm I am i am going to I'm going to wait I'm going to wait for mine until after this little chat I think Cruz. Okay, sure. Um, sure, work up an appetite. So, Good idea. Absolutely. And I'm and I'm going to start off if I may with um uh drinks. Um going to going to talk about something we've all probably heard, I'm sure you have that uh, the red wine has certain properties that makes it uh, quite Good for the health, particularly for heart health when it's drunk in moderation. Right. That's resveratrol, isn't it, I think, is the component in red wine that's supposed to be very exactly. good for Exactly. Yep. That's it. That's bang on. It's meant to be really, really good for regulating the heart and for circulation. Um, well, last week, a new published study has found that it's also good for some other wellness areas. One of those things is gut health. Uh, and the other thing, which is very close to my heart, quite literally, is uh, that it's good for lower cholesterol. Um, when Noreen's normally in that chair, um, I, I, I'm, I'm often banging on about cholesterol. Oh, sure. uh, not, not, not all the time. But no. It's something I fight, Cruz. Something I'm yes. fighting. We've all I'm got winning. our challenges. We've, well, that's great. I'm really yeah. happy to hear that. Well, no, I'm surprised to hear about the gut health thing because I know that uh, alcohol in general isn't meant to be particularly good for your gut health. But there's other, there's, uh, like you said, there's these other parts of red wine which are good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this this comes from um, a study that uh, that just basically was checking what a cross section of people were drinking, and and it was the findings of the uh, of the better um, of the better microbes within people's guts that were drinking red wine um, it was was attributed to certain chemicals that are in it. So, um, I mean, it's the first major research of this. Um, kind to to look for uh, a diversity of friendly bacteria in the gut as a mm. result of drinking red red wine. Sure, and um, it was it, yeah, it was compared um, among other people who were drinking white wine or cider or beer. So that was the kind of comparative study that was done. It was done at King's College London, um, and they put the beneficial effects of red wine for gut health down to the polyphenols which are found in the skin of grapes um, and that goes into the red wine making process where they keep the skins on but um, but 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 that isn't the way that white wine is made skins are removed and uh, the wine process is slightly different because of that and therefore doesn't have those polyphenols that are found in the skin oh, so right. um I can yeah, imagine so it's that all every, very scientific. Yeah, I can imagine, though, that the um, the actual study they did at King's College, I don't think the participants were particularly concerned about the outcome. Would you say that was probably right? <laughs> sounds like quite a fun of ciders. It was a bit of yeah. everything, you, you know. <laughs> Do you think they were? Do you think they had people queuing up to take part in this I from the reckon, student union? Yeah, I think they probably planned it. They're like, right, we're going to do this. We're going to do the study study on the hottest day of the year. Let's just set up a little. Let us set up a booth in the in the courtyard and see who comes along. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I think so. Yeah, they definitely. Yeah, they definitely wouldn't have had any uh, uh, any lack of people attending. I think, um, despite the positive findings, um, it's. Um, 
the findings were, in fact, that if you take uh, one to two glasses of red wine, if you drink one or two glasses of red wine uh, every fortnight, every two weeks, ah. um, the, the, that's enough to give you beneficial gut health. Now, that's quite remarkable. Well, that's, um, such, that's so, less than I thought. I thought that would... It was, I was about to ask you, I was going to say, what are, we, what are we, yeah. we measuring this on? Is this three glasses a day? Is this, uh, you know, a bottle a week? Exactly. So it's, what, one glass every red wine every fortnight? Was that right? Yeah, one to two glasses. One to two glasses yes, a fortnight. One to two. I, yeah, and that's and that and that's and that's helped the balance of uh, of good microbes compared to bad ones in the gut, and the bad ones uh, can lead to adverse health outcomes such as uh, reduced immune system. Uh, people who can gain weight or get high cholesterol from having the wrong type of gut bacteria, the unfriendly or the non-good type. So, oh, I see. Um, yeah, the research team said that, um, that that basically, if you must drink one alcoholic uh, drink, and <laughs> they're saying it in that way, advising you know uh, people not to drink too much, that red wine is the way to go because um, proven uh, positive effects of, of, of uh, against heart disease have been uh, already documented, and now there's this. Oh, so, fantastic! Um, just something to bear in mind yeah, when next time that you're at, you're ordering a drink, Chris. Yes, yeah, so yeah, there we go. I'm I am teetotal, but I will pass it on very ceremoniously to oh. everyone I'm with. Um, but yeah, so and okay. are you a red wine drinker? I am actually. It's my preferred uh, type type of wine. I um, I mean, it's it, it, since the heart health thing has come out, that's also been attractive. But I think it, uh, although the climate that we have at the moment still remains very humid and hot, if I can, I'd prefer a glass of red. I mean, they drink it in the steamy, uh, well, in not not so steamy, but in the very hot Mediterranean in southern Europe, and uh, yeah, some well, of those was... are are very, very powerful. I was yeah. about to suggest, what if you, um, you know, let's go, what if there was a bit of a sangria mixer in there on the on the menu there? That's a pretty good summer drink, I think, as well. You it, could, you know. It, it certainly is. Well, I, I tell you, actually, that, that's a good point. And also, I mean, if well, with a splash, you can get white or red sangria, but, mm -hmm. but if you're going for red, then you'll still get a little exactly. bit of that benefit. So I'm and saying, fact, and you don't need as it, nice it, a bottle of red. You could use up the one that you don't want, that you know, that someone gave exactly, you at a Christmas party. Exactly. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Or, or you can have um, a couple more glasses of it because it's diluted by, um, you know, lemonade, soda and fruit and whatever. Take your time doing that good to your gut health. <laughs> Great. And so what, what else <laughs> yeah. have you got so, for us, um, Andrew? Yeah. Okay. So next up, um, there's um, uh, talking about, uh, there's a health theme running through a few talking points today. Next one is that there's um, uh, a, a, a quite a backlash happening against um, vloggers. So people making YouTube videos uh, about veganism in the US. And this is specifically when uh, vegan influencers have uh, have recently given up being vegan. They had lots of followers, and these people, you know, they're influencers, and they're they're also uh, getting advertising for these uh, vlogs that they make, and they captivate people on social media. Um, at, at least two popular YouTubers recently have given up veganism uh, in order to preserve their health because they were. As much as people might want to eat less meat these days, mm. um, there there can be some. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe you're aware of this, but uh, but there can be some um, adverse effects um, occasionally. I mean, it hits different people differently, and some people can be vegan or vegetarian with no problems. But mm. um, but 
Yeah. One, one, one popular vlogger who touts the health benefits of a raw vegan diet. So she was really, you know, raw meats. You'd never cook any, any vegetables or, um, or, or fruits. Well, um, she's, she's being slammed or has been for the last month or so in social media after she was caught eating fish in a restaurant. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. goodness. Yeah. Some people have a lot of time. Yeah. I was about to say, I'm like, what is this? What is this change in lifestyle? Is it so dramatic that they're, you know, they're, they're shaving their carrot one day and then the next day they're rolling out a roast pig on their vlog? Or is it just, you know, <laughs> well, or is it literally they've just been caught out by somebody? Or are they just, you know, are they, they're not exactly extolling yeah. the benefits of meat, right? They're people who've just had to make a no. choice. That's it. They've, they've had to make a legitimate choice because of their health going downhill a little bit. Um, but in this particular case, and the, uh, the, the person I was just mentioning on Into the Raw Veggies, um, this is California-based Jovanna Mendez Ayres, who goes by the name of Raw Vanna. So her real name, Jovanna, she goes under Raw Vanna for her Instagram page. I see what she did there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clever. Although she might have to change it very soon. Yeah. Um, it's on all of her social media channels still. And um, she was featured briefly in a, a video with another vlogger. And it was um, when the camera panned that a plate of fish was revealed to those who knew and loved her as being right in front of her with, you know, basically she was chomping away on it. And mm -hmm. fans noticed that she uh, was uh, very embarrassed. She was really self-conscious, you know, to be seen mm. in that predicament. She was After she the was, event... She was caught out as a pescatarian. That's, that's you know, exposed as a pescatarian, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Despite having uh, having millions of, uh, of follow followers, she had, I mean, she had at that time nearly two million followers on YouTube in a Spanish language uh, channel that she did and close to around half a million on an English channel that she did. And uh, she actually made a 33-minute apology video saying that her decision to incorporate eggs and fish into her diet was an emergency measure spurred on by various problems. It was under the advice of a doctor. And um, she has been hosting that vlog about veganism for six years and she'd wow. really built up this huge following yeah so i mean it's um you know what she, it, it was the fact that she'd not announced it to people and just kind of fessed up to all of these um well um two two and a half million uh viewers that mm. she actually just needed to do something for health reasons and she'd become anemic and her hormone levels had actually become pre-menopausal and she's only in her 20s so it was um yeah i mean it was it was it was all legit yeah. um and, it, and it's part of a trend it's not just her i mean she so she got slammed i won't bother telling you all that you can imagine people went ballistic there were lots of fish emojis those were the more polite <laughs> things that yeah. were that were commented on her sites <sighs> but but it, but it follows a bit of a spate of um of, of other uh youtubers and so-called influencers um the, the in in uh earlier on in the year january february time someone else uh well there were two bonnie rebecca and stella ray um both uh vloggers announced their departure from eat, eating entirely plant-based diets as well um and a, a, an athlete in america as well all of these are are in, are in the u.s uh, a vegan athlete tim sheaf who said on a video that he had gone back to eating eggs and salmon, stepping down because he was just feeling like he didn't have the energy to compete in his athletics. So, it's uh, I mean, media commentators in America in particular 
had been saying that the pressure is so high for any kind of influence, so whether it's on, you know, veganism or whatever, because they not only have to maintain these followers, but they also have sponsors, and, um, you know, they get advertising for having uh, so many uh, million viewers watching YouTube. So it becomes a bit of a cycle where people might feel that they can't give up something, even if it's making them ill. So just something... Something just, just something a little to, window yeah, into yeah, just to persuade us not to become famous. We'll be all right. We'll be all right, Enders. We'll just yeah, remain yeah, flying yeah, under yeah, the radar. Yeah. If, yeah, if it happens, do not sway to pressure, Chris. I won't. Okay? I won't. I won't. I won't. I'll just before before I become yeah. famous, I'll tell everybody. Just letting you know that I do yeah. eat fish and chicken. <laughs> I'll just yeah, I'll tell yeah. them. I'll tell them just in case they catch yeah. me with a plate of scrambled eggs. I'll tell them. I'll tell them. Do, otherwise, it's going to be high pressure. Yeah, high I pressure. Had, you you know, want to avoid I had, that? Um, I had actually heard about some vegan influence or like vegan, maybe not influence as such, but kind of noteworthy vegans, sort of steadfast vegans, yeah. who, when switching to a meat diet, I read a couple of stories of some vegans who actually became mm. butchers um, and actually became kind of ethical butchers. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I- I've heard of one of those, yeah. Yeah, which I thought was quite interesting as well because, I mean, there's obviously like lots of different things that go into um, veganism and vegetarianism in terms of why you choose to be a vegan or a vegetarian and some are health-related, some are environmentally related, some are ethically related. So it's quite a, yeah, you know, right. it's quite a it's quite a personal choice as well. I mean, it's a personal choice what you choose to eat, really. Your diet is kind of private unless, obviously, you're an influencer and sponsors are paying you a lot of money to, you know, cook with their coconut flour. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. It, is, it is interesting. I, well, and then just leading on from that, mm. um, the, the 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 last topic I wanted to mention was talking about things vegan. It links with this, but in this case, it's talking about vegan things, or maybe not. I'm not sure if you heard the news that um, that uh, KFC, the most famous fried chicken, you know, chain chain outlet, um, uh, released as an experiment a Beyond Fried Chicken uh, nugget in America wow. uh, this time last week. Yeah, last Tuesday. And um, and they sold out. It was only in one one outlet, but it was a very popular outlet in Atlanta in America. Uh, Atlanta, known for its uh, decades and decades of, of fried chicken um, that, that's really, really popular with residents there. So it was a really kind of um, gutsy thing to do, to to do that in Atlanta specifically. Um, and they had people queuing around the block and they sold out in five hours, which is quite remarkable. That's incredible. Um, but they did, it, it, it is, um, but they, uh, they did get criticized though because the, it turns out that the nuggets were cooked in the same oil that chicken had been deep fried in. So anyone who was going oh, there for that moral, yes, I mean, if you wanted you know, just purely from an ethical point of view, um, that didn't, that kind of backfired, backfired rather. And that came out a few days after, after last Tuesday when they served it. So I'm not sure if that would have, uh, you know, caused the ire of a a number of people who had queued around the block to, to get those. Um, The, the the plant-based chicken was also kind of, uh, met with either thumbs up or down by by various publications. Um, there, there were the uh, the New York Times, for example, um, said that the um, that the, the the chicken meat was 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 rather tasteless. And other online publications um, said that they were very 
mediocre and it didn't really taste like eating chicken. But other uh, comments from people who had queued up and taken their time to get those were impressed. So we've heard about um, plant, plant-based uh, burgers doing doing the rounds all over the world, including Hong Kong, and um, you know they're, they're they're available and touted, much touted right here. But um, but let's see if we get the. Uh, the, the, the chicken, uh, beyond fast chicken. Food well. yeah i've seen it i've seen it, it floating around i mean i think it's um i think it's it's hilarious when you give people a platform to have an opinion a eh, that um you can go and review mm. fake chicken um but i think yeah. um i'm surprised anyway because i don't i don't know if i could really i've always considered that chicken is a vehicle for the flavors it's with i've never particularly thought i love the yeah. taste of chicken i've always thought it was um but maybe that's just me i'm not i'm not i'm not a no. not as discerning a no, palate <laughs> no, no, it is. I mean, I mean, it is a very mild flavour, isn't it? And yeah. I mean, if you think about um, it, cer- certainly in Asia as well as uh, cooler climates, uh, it, you, you're quite right. It's often with a sauce or with uh, or with garlic or um, you know d- different vegetables that do have a lot of flavour. Um, so definitely, that's definitely true. But then, but then, what is it? I wonder about um, about deep fried chicken, which makes it so popular, is probably more of the taste of the of the herbs and seasonings in the batter. That, yeah, um, that, that which they had which they had actually cooked in the same batter that they do the actual chicken. So I mean, that's pretty. Yeah. you know, it's like um. And, and the oil, and no doubt been been preparing them there, on the same counters where 11, you know they may yeah. not have been exactly with their eleven yeah. herbs and secret herbs and spices. That's the one. <laughs> I think Indeed. I can't. I can't remember the last yeah. time I had KFC. Nor me, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm no, not going to lie, though. No, I go I, past I, and I can smell it. It does. It does. It does something primal to you. <laughs> the smell of KFC. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, it, it, it can do. Yeah. But it's. But I think once you. And it's been years since I've eaten any. But what I do remember is um, in Hong Kong. I th- probably the last time I had it was many years ago on quite a hot day, similar to today. And um, and I remember the, the the stuff that wasn't sort of down down my palate or gullet. Um, <laughs> within a couple of minutes, did get supremely oily Oof. after a very short amount of time, which is uh, which doesn't seem to go too well with tropical heat. No, I no, I don't think so. But yeah, then again, I yeah. mean, that's when people say, it's summertime, let's all drink smoothies and eat fresh salads. And then, you know, it doesn't work yeah. that way for everyone all the time. But that's great. No, it doesn't. Awesome. Well, okay. thank you very was- much, Anders, for some uh, global, f- for our Chitter Tuesday. Chewing the cud on some new food news. That was really interesting to learn. So with takeaways, red wine, one or two glasses in a fortnight is really is quite good for your heart, your cholesterol, and right. your gut bacteria. That's really good to know. Mm. Um, that um, mm. if you are a vegan influencer, maybe and start eating foods outside of that lifestyle, you might need to inform your adoring public <laughs> because you might have quite a backlash to face. And um, and. And that um, you know that fake chicken is is making its way into the what we thought was the un, you know uncorruptible temple of fried chicken products at KFC. So that's really interesting. Awesome. <laughs> okay. We'll hear Thank from you, you again much, next Chris. week. Thanks so much. That was Andrew Dembina on our regular Tutor Tuesday feature, telling us a little bit about some food news from around the world.